What's going on, everyone? This is Takia. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. Um, today's testimony, I have my sister on here. And I mean, she has a testimony that is amazing, beyond amazing, because God is amazing. And the way that he moves is amazing. And it's just going to blow your mind. I mean, like, when you really think about this, I'll ask you this question. How often do you question, Lord, why did you do this? Why did you save this person? Why didn't you save this person? Why did you allow this to happen? Why didn't you allow this to happen? Right? Because some of the choices that God makes and how he moves, we just are just sometimes lacking understanding. Sometimes we don't understand all of God's decisions. Right? And I believe the word even talks about that. It's hard to recognize and hard to really grasp every decision that God makes, but we know that he makes decisions for his own pleasure. It is for his own will. It is for his own desire. He seeks no counsel from anyone, right? But yet he is good above all things. And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So in today's testimony, it is my sister. She's she's sharing her testimony. She's talking about a powerful move of God in her life. And I really, truly pray that you are blessed by this testimony. So stay tuned. Thank you so much, Sister Saida, <laughs> for coming on the podcast. I'm super excited to have you. Yeah, I'm super excited that you um, actually decided to and agreed to share your testimony with the world. Um, I personally think it's a powerful display of the move of God. So I'm super excited for everybody to hear it. Yes. Um, let's, so right now, let's just give the people a little bit of a background on who you are. I did kind of mention this in my intro, um, but just tell everybody real quick, what do you do or what have you started? Just a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm an artist and I'm also the founder of an artist collective, Pick It Up LA, that supports um, local and artists actually all over the world in displaying their art in high-end galleries and making sure their work is seen and displayed in a manner and um, that they reach their their target audience. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And I think that... um... Personally, in my opinion, I I should say, (laughs) I think that God um, used this testimony that everybody's going to soon hear um, as like a a great way to birth forward, pick it up a lay through you. Um, But, um, you know, overall, I think it's just a great testimony for people to hear. So what would you want people to get out of your testimony right before we get into it? What would you want them to take away? What's one thing or a couple of things you want them to take away? To know that there's no reason to doubt God and that he's always with you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Just as simple as that. Like, he is always with you. I will no longer ever doubt that. Ever. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's as simple as that. And I I know for me, it's as simple as that sometimes just to reflect and uh, recognize that God is with us. He, he would never leave us nor forsake us. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Go ahead with your uh, testimony. Okay, well, this is my testimony. Wow. So it is June 
2nd, technically. It's Friday, June 2nd. And I'm at work and it's our um, first big company party. And we're going to the Dodger game. So it's my normal uh, routine. I get up at maybe like 4.30. I have to be at work at 6. Get to work. Um, It's a normal day, everybody. It's lighthearted. It's an easy day at work. Because, you know, we have the company game later. So yeah, 2.30 hits. And I'm off and I just end up chilling around waiting um, for everybody else to get off. We end up closing the call center down early so we can start heading down to downtown. And we have um, two buses, two charter buses that are taking us to the game. And some people are driving too. And originally I was going to ride down with some coworkers and I parked at her house. And then she told me that she wasn't going to be there for a minute. I'm like, girl, I might as well just go on the bus and just meet you there. So I ended up driving back to my job, which is no longer in like five minutes from her place and I drive back to her job to my job and I park my car and I just get on the charter bus um and ride with my co-workers to the game and it's so much fun we're on snapchat we're on instagram we're just posting it's a good time you know this is the first time we've all been out yeah. as um, a company so everybody's just having a good time we get to the dodger game and um you know what? It's crazy that now looking back, I don't remember the Dodger game that much like of this night because mm. <laughs> we're just talking, we're eating um, the company. Socializing. The we're just socializing. <laughs> we're just having a good time. This is my first time at, at the Dodger Stadium, but I'm still not really paying attention to the game like that because I'm just chilling with my coworkers and our job had got us the like the open, like the endless um, snack area. So we're just going down, getting hot dogs, just having a good time. So by the end of the Dodger game, um, people are going back on the charter bus, which I was going to do. But then there was some some of my coworkers who had drinks at the Dodger game and they asked me to drive them back to the job. And I was like, yo, I got you. Of course, y'all ain't, gonna, y'all ain't about to drive from downtown back to the valley. So yeah. we all pal in the car and um, we're driving back to the valley to our job so, so I could pick up my car. We get there. And they're asking me to go out and like, just stay down, just go out with us. And I'm like, y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> I got so much to do tomorrow. The next day was Tiffany's sister's baby shower. And mm-hmm. I hadn't even got a gift yet. So I was like, I have so much stuff to do tomorrow. I can't stay down. I have to get home. And plus, I am tired. And so they're like, oh, okay, whatever, fine, go home, yada, yada, yada. And another coworker asked me if I could take her home. And I had just got my car. And I, one thing I told the Lord when I got this car, I was like, Lord, I know how hard it's been for me to like get around. If anybody ever need a ride, I'm going to help them. But for some reason that night, I told her no. And it hurt me on the inside because this coworker has been there for me with through everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, girl, I can't take you home. I'm so sorry. I'm super tired. I just have to go straight home. Boom. Get in my car. I'm saying bye to everybody and I'm like bye you guys they're like come on Hank uh stay down they're really trying to get me to stay down and just um go out to this bar around the corner from our job and I was like y'all I'm out of here peace yeah I'm driving (laughs) I'm driving up um what street is that Corbin to Tampa and then I'm I'm instead of going all the way to Tampa I take the little side street and I'm sitting um adjacent to Tampa and as I'm at the light I hear the Lord tell me, pull over and go to sleep. Like, text somebody, tell them that you're pulling over and you're going to sleep for a little bit. And I'm like, what? 
yeah like, like what is no, this about i never do that i do this drive all the time i've been doing this for like two three years wow I know it. it's going it's taking me 55 minutes to get home right now ain't nobody on the freeway i'm not pulling over i need to get home girl i get on the freeway i get on the 118 i remember that from the 118 my my freeway commute is the 118 to the 405 to the five very briefly to the 14 freeway and i'm home after I get on the 118, I now I rarely remember getting on the 405, but the 405 to the 5 to the 14, that whole um, that whole part of the drive, I do not remember. What I do mm-hmm. remember is being on the 14 freeway, um, passing by like uh, Golden Valley where that where the overheaded where that bridge is, and being in the carpooling like, whoa, I've been sleep oh my gosh, like, wake up. And one thing about that night is my phone died like every other time when I go out, but I didn't plug it up on the way home. Normally I plug up my phone on the way home and I just have music playing. But that night I just put the phone in the cup holder and I was just driving home. I pulled, Mm. I rolled my windows down though to try to like keep me up, you know, to keep some fresh air in. Um, But that did not work because I was sleep. So from the time when I woke up and I realized that I was asleep in a carpool lane to where um, I end up, my car ended up going off the off of the road was no more than like maybe like a 30 second drive, if that. So I'm coming off of Golden Valley. I'm, I go back to sleep. The next thing you know, I'm waking up on my back in the in some dirt area I don't even know where I am and I just see a girl like hovering over me she's like honey are you okay you've just been in an accident and I kid you not it feels like a movie scene it feels like everything's kind of blurry I'm just seeing the stars in the sky because it's nighttime and I just see a crowd of people around me I kind of remember like lifting up my head and kind of like looking for my car um so wait a minute, let's back up and give the people some more detail. Okay. So you're on the freeway, the 14 freeway. Yes. You recognize at one time already that you were sleep driving. You wake up, you, you're shocked now that you've been asleep for how, who knows how long. And then, you know, you try to wake yourself up to continue driving. And then now you're at this point to where you are on the freeway and talk to them about when you are actually coming, you're going off of the freeway because that's pretty much what this would happen is oh, you oh yes 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 <laughs> i just told this story so much especially to you i forgot i skipped over the whole the main purpose, <laughs> the main purpose of the whole story. so yes so let's let's go back when i wake up and i'm i'm in the carpool lane and i realize i'm asleep there's a point in time when I wake up again. I can't even believe that I forgot this part of the story. Like, what the heck? This is a whole story. (laughs) (laughs) So when I wake up again, the next time I'm actually, I'm in the air and it feels like it's slow motion. But when I actually went back to the car crash, I could tell that that would happen in no less than, no more than like two seconds. But I'm in the air and I could see the streetlight in front of me. And it's like, I know I'm going to crash into this pole is <laughs> without a doubt. But the peace that came over me, like 
that was already that I was already in it feels like this just big old peace bubble where like nothing could hinder me nothing could hurt me it's so indescribable it's crazy to this day I don't have any other word for it it's just crazy it's just out of this world but it's just like it felt like my car was floating because it's going in such a slow motion and I just go back to sleep and then that's when I wake up on my back and I have all these people around me and I'm just like, what the heck has j- just happened? But in, when, I, when I wake up at this time, I'm not remembering, I'm not remembering that moment. It wasn't until more or less when I got to like the hospital that I actually remembered that. But I wake up on my back and I kind of, I'm looking around to see like, what the heck is happening? I kind of see my car, my peripheral. Then after that, I, I guess I, I knock out again because the next thing I remember is, being like willed into the hospital briefly and that felt just like it does in the movies like you could just see the lights on the ceiling and then I wake up in the hospital again and there's a nurse um saying that she had contacted my mom and that's when I'm realizing wow I've been in in, in, in an accident um, wow but yeah it was that moment when I'm in the air that it changed everything for me I'm I'm so thankful looking back in hindsight because there was a point of time when I was constantly asking God like why did you keep me asleep through all of that like that was my question every day for for a good period of time in 2016 like why did you why was I asleep but now when I look at these movies and how high tech they're getting with the accidents I can't even look at them it kind of gives me a little Mm -hmm. bit of PTSD although the Lord has kept that from me that's that's one of the reasons why he kept me sleep. He told me because the only thing that mattered is for you to know that um, I saved you. Nothing else mattered, but that that's my testimony. And um, yeah, I told the Lord to, I, I never want to forget that moment. I always wow. want that in my, my remembrance so that um, I always remember how faithful you are to me and how much you're always with me. Cause there's wow. no shadow of a doubt. Like it, I t- I've told that that story to a, a numerous amount of people, believers, non-believers, and the first response, no matter who they are, is "Wow." <laughs> they're always they're always shocked, and I'm just sitting there looking at them after I finish telling them, like, "Yeah, I don't really expect you to say anything after that because I know it's kind of crazy, but that's that's the story, man." That's yeah, story. because it is. It's like you wake up. And your car is in the air and you wake up knowing you are going off the freeway and yet you are protected because the peace of God is over you and your mind is not freaking out at what you're seeing. Exactly. (laughs) And I know me. I freak out the moment I see somebody getting over into my lane. I'm like, oh, and me and (laughs) just like regular me. I'm freaking out with a minor thing. If somebody breaks too hard in front of me, that's why I wow. know it was God. Because that, when I look back on it now, I can I would probably freak out so much that I would pass out. Like, <laughs> so let's talk to the people about your injuries right after this. All right, let's talk to the people about what happen in terms of your injuries because I know people are going to ask about that so you 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 get into an accident pretty much uh your car flies off the freeway you run into a light pole once you once your car hits the ground off the freeway overpass and you walk away with what kind of injury um I have a like it's minor now that I look at look at it in the long run 
Um, it was a fracture to my lateral tibia, pretty much the outside of my knee. And um, it was a chest contusion. And it was like a hairline fracture in my wrist, um, but all minor, like no concussion, no bru- no broken ribs, no broken bones. It was fractures here, fractures there. A chest contusion would felt like something was popping in my chest. But in hindsight, um, it was nothing major. Like I'm not paralyzed. I, I have full... Uh, ability to use all of my limbs yeah if people when people see wow. me today they don't you can't tell that I've been into an accident wow and one thing that um you're doing with this story is and how it relates to pick it up LA is you're currently creating a painting right of uh the scene of your accident if you yes. want to tell the people about that yes now, this is a painting that I've, I've known that I should should have should have been doing but it's kind of been a little tough for me to do. Um, and it was through a counseling session that I had with my pastor, with pastor um, last year. And she told me that there's things that God wants me to paint. She didn't, ex- she didn't tell me this is what I needed to paint, but it was more or less like seek your father and ask him what it is that you're painting that you should be painting. And so throughout the next week, um, I went to him and I was like, Lord, what is it that I should paint? And that's when he gave me the idea of painting um, that moment when I'm in the air of my accident. And I was like, Lord, really? <laughs> Out of all things. <laughs> the one thing that I'm still like contending with in like in a very acute amount, but it's still like, you know, it's still a little bit tough for me to go back to that scene. Mm. Um, but, but and, and so I know that we see constantly um, people get in accidents all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people don't make it out of that. So for you, did God ever talk to you or did you ever ask him about why did he save you? Why did he spare your life? And this such a dramatic accident, such a movie style (laughs) flying car flying off the freeway accident. And you just walk away with a minor fracture in your knee. Did you ever talk to the Lord about why he saved you? Yeah, I do that all the time. And the Lord, what he has given me right now, I guess, because of my understanding of everything in regards to like accidents, it's not where he deems it needs to be for him to give me that answer I ask it constantly I ask it constantly because when our cousins got into that accident on the 14 freeway um I was actually going to work when that when that happened and I I I didn't know at the time it was our cousins but when I got to work and then I was getting text messages from mom and from Sheeta that was the first thing I asked like Lord I'm like these are kids like what, what what why and he was like it was their time. Actually, you know, I take that back. I didn't get that answer then, but I asked him constantly. It kind of broke me a little bit. I I stayed there too longer than I needed to, um, mm. but I would ask that, ask that constantly because it would hurt me. It would break me. I'm like, Lord, that was a baby and her mommy in the car. Like, why why couldn't you do what you did for me? Like, God, what what is this? What is this about? And um. It would kind of make me a little mad, I hate to say, but it was my honest, it's my honest uh, feeling. It would make me a little mad, a little sad about why he, like, how he saves. But recently he told me 
um, when it came to like Kobe and his daughter and all of the other families that were affected, like it was their time. And although from my human understanding, I can't understand that. I accept that because he's the Lord and he's never failed me with any other question that I've presented to him. So I accept it for now until he continues to give me understanding. But wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome because right now it's just even showing me that we are protected by God's word and his word talks about how, you know, when he made creation, it's there until it's, it's his desire to remove it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like Mm -hmm. it's all by his word and his word is powerful. And if his word didn't say that you were going to leave earth at this time, then you shall not. Right. Um, so praise God for that. Anything else you would want the people to know or take away from your testimony and just hearing this or, or, you know, in terms of just them understanding who God is or anything else you want to share to uh, the people before we close? Um, I always tell people who, if they're struggling with believing or if they're believers and they're going through, you know, a weird phase or whatever, Ask God to show you that he's real because he will always show himself. He, he, I, I, God to me, our, our relationship, he loves showing out whenever I ask him certain (laughs) things, you know? Um, so I, I, I ask people to do the same thing. If you're a non-believer who's listening, or even if you're a believer who's listening and you want to know more of God, ask him for that. And don't, you know, don't be on the lookout for the answer, but just believe and know that he will show you. Because in hindsight, looking back at this situation, which I just realized this week, actually, this past weekend, um, I was going to write a whole post about it on Twitter. And it's that before this accident, I was asking God to show me that he was real. I was asking for that. I didn't even realize that up until recently, sister, like when God was just like giving me, he was putting me back into where I was at the beginning of 2016 and the things that I was saying, the things that I was doing, because I couldn't say there was my, it was a, um, I was at my best point in my relationship with God. I was kind of angry with God before the accident even happened. I was like, God, I need you to show me. I remember like he, he brought into my remember remembrance, me having that feeling in my spirit. And girl, he just, <laughs> he showed me. <laughs> he showed me, and that's Praise another God. thing I, I tell people: like we think we have control over our lives, or we think something is good and bad, and the way it happens to us is just so disastrous. And how could God do this? But I'm like, He's really in control. What looks like it's such a horrible catastrophe down here on Earth is really in His glory. Because if you're a believer, you're going to be with Him no matter what. And what Amen. and what he think what we see as bad or something so tragic or traumatic to God to God it's nothing. So when I, when that's the that's the understanding he's given me about my accident because it was literally labeled a traumatic accident, like on my doctor's note it was a traumatic car accident. But in God's eyes, it was him just saving his daughter, just him just showing how magnificent he is. So it was a magnificent accident and from God's perspective, because a life was saved, you know, but I would tell people to, um, ask God that he's real, ask God to show you how real he is or ask God, whatever it is that you need from him. If it's not for him to show you, he's real. If it's ask God for more peace, ask God and seek him because he will never, um, not give you what it is that you desire as long as it's in his will. Praise God. 
Praise God. I think that's such a wonderful closing and such a wonderful thing to take away for all who are listening. And sister, I thank you so much for sharing Yes. your testimony. Thank you for having Praise me. This God. is so much fun. I love this. <laughs> So, I mean, like, how awesome is God, right? How wonderful is he? How magnificent is he? How powerful is he? How uh, sovereign is he? He rules over everything. What he calls so, it is so. He saved a life. And it wasn't done by any human being's power, any human being's words. It was totally by the power of God. the Lord of heaven's army. So praise be to God, right? I mean, like, let me know what you think on this testimony episode um, and the testimony that came from my sister, Saida. You can hit me up on Instagram at my testimony podcast. Click the link in a bio and sign up if you have a great testimony that you want to share that glorifies Jesus Christ. Just fill out the form and I will interview you. You will be on this podcast sharing the gospel with many around the world. And also, if you want to support the mission of this podcast, which is to help people overcome um, by the power of our testimonies and the testimonies of our faith, then just click the link in the bio on our IG story um, and you will be able to give to the podcast. So stay blessed, you guys, and continue sharing your testimonies. Until next time. Bye. Thank you.